Hello, everybody, and welcome to the co-op campaign. So, <laughs> thank you for distracting us with the fucking cat. <laughs> Sorry, oh, cat. We were all set to go. Go, just go. We are coming back for our second half of the E3 discussion. With me today, as always, we have... <laughs> I'm Gene. And Bush all out the side. What's up? <laughs> I'm Brian, and we're all bushing out of the side. <laughs> you guys are sick. <laughs> and I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Scott, and I hate that we we're using that this week. <laughs> <laughs> You've all just met Awkward Scott. He's pretty funny. Uh, he went from pretty boy to awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the prettiest in the cast to the most awkward in the cast right now. Oh. Now him and Brian can fight for prettiest in the cast. And then Josh will just come up and like push him all out a window or something, and Josh will win. There can only be one. <laughs> the things you do for love. That's right. Just be pretty. <laughs> Working on it. Um, yeah, we're just kind of catching up from where we last left off. Because uh, there's a, kind of a lot, at least for us, to talk about for E3. So um, let's jump right back into where we left off. And uh, Brian, I know you have a topic you want to discuss. Hey, with. buddy. I do. Um, so for the first topic I want to talk about is... I, was just, I want to jump right into it. I want to talk about Microsoft's Play Anywhere feature that they but just... But you're going to do Dead Rising 4. I was going to do Dead Rising 4. Wish I could do that first. Yeah, let's do it first. Let's talk about All right. It. Then we'll get to that. We'll save that for later. Because I need... For, just so you know, I need an explanation on Play Anywhere. So on Play Anywhere? Okay. Play, let's, let's, let's knock the games out, and then we'll get to Play Anywhere. All right. So then with that, I'm going to discuss Dead Rising 4. And as it was revealed in, at E3 at Microsoft's press conference, it is the new iteration in Dead Rising. Um, and from what we know so far, it is basically taking place in the original... Uh, city that took place in the original Dead Rising, which is Willamette, uh, and they bring back Frank West, and it's a Christmas theme, but not so much of a Christmas theme. It just takes place during Christmas, so kind of in a way, it's the diehard of games. <laughs> it, it is. Gremlins? Gremlins? Gremlins took place during Christmas. Did it? You, you needed did. a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Are the zombies German zombies? <clears throat> okay, so it was the, the diehard Gremlins of video games. We'll go with that then. <laughs> But, uh, let's say it's the Home Alone. I mean, what, what is new about this game? What, why should we care? The Home Alone. So what's new about Dead Rising 4 is that it's well, basically returns Frank West. They had added... I said what's new. Um, yeah. <laughs> John. <laughs> what's new is we're going back to the old character. Yeah. We're back to the old character. Uh, and they're adding new features such as uh, exosuits. So it's an basically it's a, a new suit. It's like power armor. It's like Iron Man's power armor. Okay. So you're going to be able to put on power armor, which you'll be able to customize and just go down and mow zombies. It, As far as new stuff goes, it's Dead Rising. If you want to go in there and you want to mow down a bunch of zombies, that's what you're getting. They're doubling the amount of zombies that was seen in Dead Rising 3, which was a lot. So there's going to be double the amount of that. So just like a bunch of billion, billion of them on screen, which is going to be interesting comparing to like Sony's Days Gone, the amount of zombies on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a lot by, by, by my standards. And uh, one of the features that they're adding is that one thing that has been common throughout all the Dead Rising games is the timer system. Uh, you go through there, you have like three, three, four days to escape uh, before you know, the nukes hit or, or they come in and choppers come and they mow everything down. What they announced is that they're getting rid of it uh, with this version 
And now it's just like because they want to be like freeform. They want to be like a sandbox. So you can go around. You can you can play around with stuff and not have to feel pressured to to have to run through the story and get things done. And the, my biggest complaint about the previous Dead Rising games is because of that timer system. You never really had time to really look around and mess around with stuff and mess with all the cool combinations. Uh, so th- that's probably one of the cool things. But right now, because of what they revealed so far, there's that's all I know. Uh, they said we're going to also release new stuff to combine, like new combinations. And I'll be honest, I mean, I will agree with you one thing. It When I first saw it, I had this impression was like, this looks like just Dead Rising 3 with just like new, like new character in your skin. But like, like is, there, is it really enough to really make it like a, like a full different game? Or is it, it, could this have been something that they could have just been like expansion or DLC for Dead Rising 3? Yeah, I think it totally could have just been a patch or, or even a DLC. From what I've seen, the game clips, and it just feels like the same game. It's like, oh, we're adding more zombies. It's like, okay. Well, how's that going to hold up for PC players? That's going to like drop frame rates because of so many, you know, zombies on the on the screen for PC gamers. Yeah, I mean, would they necessarily have the more powerful <laughs> hardware to be able to take care of that? Not everybody, but I don't know. I feel like it's the same game. It's the same game from one to four. It's just like oh, different location, different person, and yeah, I feel like it's the same game over and over and over again. Yeah, I to, that's the one thing. Is from what we've seen so far, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that because, like, from what we've seen from the, the gameplay trailers that show in there, it, it looks like Dead Rising Three, and I'm like, I'm seeing the same thing, but I'm not seeing like something that made. I didn't see anything that made me go like, "Holy shit, did you see that?" That's fucking amazing. I gotta pick up this game. I didn't see anything like that. For me, it was just more so like, "Oh, there's exosuits and there's power armor, and that's interesting enough, but it's not enough to." buy like just to jump in right it just seems like they're writing off gimmicks because they're like hey we don't have to make a new map because we're just going to use the first game's map <laughs> and we don't need to make a new character we're going to use the first game's character it seems kind of lazy to me it, it, it to me it just it kind of felt like it just kind of fit unfortunately the mo- the whole setup that microsoft had was like here's something new something we've already done that was the, that was my only thing for it i mean i like zombie games I'll probably pick it up not gonna lie, <laughs> I have yeah. one. I have, I have I have one, two, and three. Just because when you want to relieve stress and you want to just play a button mash and beat them up, Dead Rising is pretty good for that. Oh yeah, it is. And that's probably why I, I play, why and end up playing games like. Well, I'm gonna count Devil May Cry because that game really stressed me the fuck out because it was super fucking hard. Oh, but yeah. like, like Dead Rising or like Dynasty Warriors, something like that. It's really just a button masher thing, and I'm there's nothing wrong with that. You know, every, I do that with uh, with Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, every every button matcher game is just like that. This one right. just happens to have zombies, and you can combine it and make cool weapons. And I think as long as they stick to that to that idea, if they let me put a fucking uh, chainsaw onto a half a light post and cut zombies up, I'm fine with it. I think yeah. the thing is, is that I mean, when you think of the previous Dead Rising game, Dead Rising games, right? Like there was always like a huge feature that was just like that. Oh, I like I definitely want like so. Dead Rising one was just like okay, the whole like bunch of zombies and the fact that you can go around and pick up anything was yeah. what really done. And then the sequel, where they added in the ability to oh, you can take items and combine them together to create really powerful weapons, like the whole combo weapon system, and that was really cool and interesting. And then they took it to the next level on Dead Rising three. They was like okay, now we've added vehicles and we added that better handling and we've added the ability to customize those vehicles, combine those vehicles together um, and be able to combine like those items like 
on the go. Like you didn't have to find like in Dead Rising Two, you needed like a workbench in order to combine anything. So they they made it more accessible. But it's like with Dead Rising Four so far, compared to all the significant changes with each version, I, you, I'm just not seeing it with like the with the fourth one yet. Yeah, I mean, sorry, we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> oh wait, there is that one feature that they have though. That might be it. Zombie selfies. You can take selfies. Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's right. Wow, yeah, oh, you, dude, you, you totally taking... won me over. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm, but day one, man, I'm going to go wait in line. See, I'm glad. See? We're Weren't you taking picture. pictures in the first one, too? Yeah, but not yeah. selfies. Yeah. yeah. He was a photographer. Wow. <laughs> didn't they have uh, vehicles in the first game as well? No. They, ha- they, did. Sure they, did. they did. Like, didn't you just... There, you were in one. There right? was a Jeep that yeah. you could drive around in the courtyard. Yeah, there was oh, a, like in, yeah. the, in the parking lot. Yeah, because you know how that one achievement where you had to like kill like 77,000 yeah, zombies. Yeah. Right. So you would just drive a car repeatedly for like 12, 13 hours. But the handling of it was garbage and it was only in specific oh, yeah. spots where you could use it. It wasn't until Dead Rising 3 where they added it's like, no, we're adding like, it's a primal game feature. Yeah. Yeah. Drive a car through the mall. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, next. Next one's me. Uh, Scott, uh, Scott, Scott? Josh, yeah. Me? Okay. Me? You? I'm, me? Yeah, you? Yeah, me? yeah. Me? 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 Now, yeah. now, now. How about now? <laughs> okay. Uh, my game is Paper Mario Color Splash. Yeah. So in this game, everything is made of paper. Big surprise. And um, we get a return of the Koopalings. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the last game they were in. I think they were in, wasn't it Mario Kart 8? That they yeah, added, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, in an actual game, like, though. One like, of the platformer racing games. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't think. Uh, of was it New Super Mario Brothers? Did they add one of the New Super Mario Brothers where they add the Koopalings back? Possibly. I didn't play the new one. It I was... only played uh, 3D World. Super... Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. New Super Mario is you. That's what they were in. Okay. Anyways, they're bringing it back, so that's cool. And they're going off a card system battle where you use different cards to battle. I don't really care for that. A card system suck. battle. Yeah, it's like, hey, here's a plus three, or you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. What, what other game did that? I think it was a Kingdom Hearts game that did that. Kingdom Hearts did it. Batankaidos did it. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. we'll see how it is. But yeah. game was cool. It's a Nintendo thing. It seems like. Yeah. Are they still? Do they still have like the battle system? Does it still have it where you can press a button to time your attacks to increase the amount of damage? I think so. Yeah, I think that's pretty linear with all Paper Mario games. Okay. They need, they need to uh, bring back um, Super Mario RPG. Yeah, I want to do one of these days. <laughs> we'll do it. I, I'll I, never do I, it. Honestly, I, it's gonna I'll, be. I'll it's gonna not. be like Half Life Three. It's just never gonna happen. I wouldn't put that past Nintendo because they're, they're the they best. They would have to broker a deal again with SquareSoft. Yeah, SquareSoft's mm-hmm. not doing the greatest right now. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't surprise them. me if they did. You're not excited about Final Fantasy 15? Whenever it mm-hmm. fucking comes out, if ever it is coming out, I'm more looking forward to. I'm, I'm unfortunately looking forward to seven. Which oh. I'm going to have to get in episodes. episodes nope. That's the whole reason why I'm not looking forward to it, but I am looking forward to it because it's Final You're Fantasy play VII. It regardless. And it's the first RPG everyone's I ever played. Play yeah, it, everyone's so. going to play it and buy it regardless. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, well, fuckers, you pigeonholed me into this. Fine. <laughs> get my money, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Better sell a goddamn season's pass, or else I'm going to buy it anyway. Fuckers. Oh, God. I think this Paper Mario will probably be the closest we get to an RPG for a while. Because uh, it looks like when you go into, co- like, when you go into combat, it's not just like how it was in Paper Mario before, like the Thousand I think it's turn based. Now it's more turn based. Yeah. You go in, you hit them to initiate the combat, and then you play your cards each round. So. Basically, yeah. And it's you have some like an RPG. Too. Yeah. 
Was this for the 3DS or the Wii U? Wii U. Yes, okay. Wii U. It's one of the last games, supposedly. They for didn't the really Wii U. announce anything for the 3DS, right? Mm, they just talked about Pokemon Sun and, and Moon. And Yokai Watch 2. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Well, well he doesn't care about it's you. because you're not, not a 10-year-old not boy. Good games. Yeah. Well, I have a 8-year-old girl at home, so she loves that shit. Yeah, I bet she does. She's 8 years old. Yeah. She's supposed to. <laughs> okay. I, I really wish, like, I'm... I will say though that we're recording this what today is the first, right? No. Or is it thirtieth? Thirtieth, still June. So, yeah, we, mm-hmm. That's right. They did just release uh, what? Oh God! I talked about it earlier today. I don't know. Seven. What is it called? Dragon Quest? No, no, no. It was another Mario game. Another um, Mario game. Are you talking about Mario RPG? Mario RPG yeah. was just re-released for, yeah. for the Wii U console. console. Wii U. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's the, <laughs> that's little, the closest we're going to get. <laughs> closest we're going to get. And it's a little hope. I mean, maybe they'll do it. You never know, man. I still have the cart, so. I don't think we're ever going to get a sequel. No, probably not. I don't think we're ever going to get it. Because at this like point. Like I said, Half-Life 3. When Half-Life 3 comes, we'll get, <laughs> oh, God. We'll get Super Mario RPG 2. <laughs> and then we'll get Paper Mario 4. That'll be good. <laughs> so, one of the things that I've heard is that people are comparing the way the game plays a lot more to Sticker Star as opposed to the previous Paper Mario games, and they're not really happy with that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I guess I guess that would make sense comparing, like, so in Sticker Star, it was concentrating a lot of the stickers itself, like, given the abilities and the powers for Mario in the party. Mm-hmm. And I guess with this new card system that they're implementing with the bow system, I can see why people would compare it to Sticker Star at that point. Mm-hmm. Um it's basically the same concept. Is that something that would put you off of the game, though? Probably not. I mean, just because I feel like they probably learned, or at least I hope they did, from Sticker Star. Because mm-hmm. I know that it got a lot of backlash. And, well, hopefully Nintendo listens. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about it playing like a traditional platformer, since they're doing that a bunch now on the 3DS and the Wii U. So if they want to make the Paper Mario a bit more RPG style... I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. that And it's on a console. I mean, the other one was on a 3DS, so mm-hmm. I feel like they sort of flush out um, more of stories and games and on a home console versus a portable console. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's depending on how reliant... The this cards the, the battle system is relying on this card system because I know they're like comparing like Wajin what you were saying earlier about buying Kaitos, right? And and it's RPG, it's a great RPG and everything. But the way that turned me off for me is like you go into it and it's just like the cards all pop up, and at first you're playing it, and you're just like you're very intimidated, like I, I don't you know understand like what to do and and how to use these cards. I'm kind of thinking like maybe if it's like the thing I love about Paper Mario is that it's very simplistic. Like you can just you can jump jump into it and just press A to jump, press A again, jump attack here, and that, the great thing about that is that like my sisters, the first Paper Mario for Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. uh, that was the first RPG they played because the fact it was Mario and the fact that it was just so simple to get into it, and this thing with this new one with this card system, I'm just worried that maybe they're just adding too much to it that it might not benefit from it. But we also we don't know exactly what they're adding on to it. I mean, I think. You know, <laughs> we've only really seen a yeah, demo. And people get to overreact. Like this is this is this is the thing that like <laughs> our friend Greg has this saying. Like his favorite day of football is not actually the first day of football; it's the Tuesday after Monday Night Football. 
as he calls it overreaction Tuesday, because people get to say like, "Oh, they're the best fucking team after winning <laughs> one game." It's kind of the same thing for 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 like, after E three is like, yeah. people get to jump to those dumbass conclusions about games, and I kind of feel like this could be one because for all you know, if you're still fighting turn based RPG style, and we don't know what the cards are going to do, if it's like, "Oh, I can play this card that gives them plus three attack," but your battle system that's all the cards is used for, then it's fucking great. I get plus three attack this entire battle, and all I'm doing is playing one card. Or you get to use them to enhance everything. Instead, so, of the system, instead of the system actually being like, is it actually that way? Or is it like, your cards are what makes you attack. Your cards are what make you defend. Your cards get to dictate whether or not you get to use an ability. So another thing that to add to the card system is, because the game is called Color Splash, color has a lot to do with the game. And you have a paint meter almost like um mario sunshine sunshine yeah. mm-hmm. flood and you can choose to <clears throat> fully color that card or only partially color the card and it affects the card as well in that way is and yeah, so like leveling up it the could card be different with the yeah kind of like that and if you okay. want to run with like a you get a plus three attack card but you get to color it and becomes plus five yeah or plus Something 10 like or whatever that, yeah I'm, I'm still fine with that it's still we haven't seen the full game you know but I mean, it's the internet. Let them fucking be mad. I don't know. It's a Paper Mario game. I'm probably going to pick it yeah, up. Yeah, it's just one of those things that a lot of... I'm going to say a lot of us older gamers are going always going to go back to. Because if there's one thing that Nintendo can tap, it's that thing called nostalgia. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they tap it very well. <laughs> you know, They're good at their job. They're very good at doing what they do. That's why they're still surviving now. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, but don't be... If I could make it like a... Uh, or like a PSA. Don't be so afraid of card games. They're especially ones in games. Like they're really not that bad. It's just it. it but I will do with Brian. It's really intimidating to get into. You know, especially like if you need to defend and all you have is attack cards. Like, well, I can't do anything. It's really easy to kind of like feel like the, that like drowned feeling. Like, well, I can't do shit now because I don't have that card now. But then again, I might not be the best person to ask because like I can never. I never got really into card games like Magic or. Hearthstone, I know Hearthstone is like really accessible. Nice to Yeah, Hearthstone is like just dumbed down magic, which is it's great, but like I said, all games are just for certain types of people. Like I don't really care for magic or that or that much, but Hearthstone's really like I said, really accessible, so I like it. Mm -hmm. It Looks complicated. It's cards really not. You know, they do stuff. Yeah, I guess you would get the hang of it after a while. <laughs> that's a great way to explain. The cards, they, they do, do stuff. stuff. That's, that's what it is. It's how you play the game. It's just use the best card. That's really what it is. That's it? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. If you don't have the best card, then use the best card. Yeah. Oh, okay. Use the best one you got, and that's the way it works. Black Lotus, bam. <laughs> yeah. Alright, is there any other games we want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to touch on Skyrim Remaster. Oh, yes. If I could, just because that's one of my top games uh, of all time. I liked all the changes they made from Oblivion, so seeing them come out with a remaster, especially for someone who only had it on the console and have it on the PC, so I couldn't do any of the high-def mods or anything like that. So having them go in and you know make official these graphical changes and adding in all the DLC, it's like it's kind of a real big win for me. Like I want to see it. I was fairly certain they weren't going to come out with uh, six. I think they're on now. Would be the next one. I think so. Yeah. I've heard some rumors like, oh, yeah, they're going to come out with it's going to be like the Valenwood or something. But I'm really just more excited for more Skyrim because it'll give me a chance to play through it again, play through the DLC, uh, which I didn't get to play all of, unfortunately. I didn't play any of them. (laughs) And just to like go back in the world, just like to be there again and just start over. 
and not have to be like, oh, I've still got my old save. I can jump on that. Or on the PC, I'm going to turn on this mod and have infinite money or infinite cheese because fuck it. Why not? (laughs) Infinite cheese. (laughs) The remastered version has mod support, right? Yeah, Yeah, it will have mod support. I'm white people. Well, it's on the. I have cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be on the PC, so even if it didn't officially support mods, people would mod it. Yeah. Um, But the consoles are going to be supporting mods too, but those will be a little bit more official. You won't get all of the crazy broken or crazy adult ones. You mean I won't be able to get Randy Savage as a dragon? No. <laughs> you might be able to. You might well, be able to, actually. I don't see why not. Dude, you might have, there might be copyright issues with Randy Savage, but I they've, bet they've done some he does Slim Jim commercials. I with, bet you uh, he'd be willing to put himself on Skyrim officially. With Fallout and all that, with the, the mods in Fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, you said no adult ones, but they have busty ones. Well, they've ones. got busty, but they don't have <laughs> nude. No, they couldn't do that. Are there ones where they're all the all the side? Yeah, all bushing out the side. Yeah, the bushing out the side mod. I don't know if you could do bushing out the side mod. So I'm gonna. We got to find out. Yeah, you know, one of the things is that uh, I had got Skyrim for like the 360 when it came out, and I bought the season pass and everything. But I will say I never actually finished it because I came. I fell into that one trap where you know you, you play through it and then you do one of the side quests and they do one of the side quests <laughs> and then you do one side quest <laughs> and then like shit, what was I doing? And I'm like. Oh fuck! I'll just come back to it later. And I love the game. Like I just, lo- I spent like maybe ninety nine hours to it. I've never finished it. Same thing with Fallout Four. Unfortunately, the same thing. I've that's fine. Yeah, um, it was one of those things uh, where I loaded up my save again for Skyrim, and then you just find yourself where that same thing that happens with any large RPG. You don't know where you are. You don't know what you did. You don't know where to go. So you kind of go around and you kill some enemies and do one quest, and you're like, okay, I, I, I don't know. What I'm if I'm out of that game for more than a month, I'll just start over. Yeah? Because, honestly, I may not even remember what kind of build I was going for. That's one of the reasons why I'm excited about this remastered version, because, uh, you know, seeing uh, all of those awesome mods that were released for PC, and I'm just on the 360, I'm just like, well, you know, maybe one of these days. Um it's I have to the point where I'm going to double dip. I will double dip for it. Just it actually finish Skyrim to be able to finish it. I'm going to finish it on this version. Good luck to you. It's not a short game. <laughs> I, I don't imagine. Going I'll probably be again. staying away from most of the mods just because I'm always worried. Like, is this going to be the one that just breaks it? Finally breaks it. <laughs> I mean, I broke it on the PS3 without any mods. Where it's just like the game was unplayable past a certain point. I wonder um, if so. I had to like completely wipe everything, and it's just mm, killed me to do it. Lost tons of hours, but it's I hate, worth it. Need to dip in here real quick, but I wonder if they're gonna make if you're gonna have a mod on the game since you can't openly distribute to consoles like you can with PC. I wonder if they're gonna have to submit mods to Microsoft for approval to then go onto the console. Mm, I'm curious. I'm guessing there'll be official mods that go through that, but they might do like player facing mods. Um, you can't. You can't do that without altering the files in the game. So in order to do that, you would have to submit to Microsoft and they'd have to prove it going on there. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you can just say, well, unless your thing's hacked, your console's hacked, which you can do whatever the fuck you want. But in order to, to officially go on to a game and officially be mm-hmm. released with it, I wonder if you're going to have to submit to Microsoft mm-hmm. for that. Maybe they'll have like a workshop section of the game where like you can go in and tweak some of the values or make customizations and then like submit it to Microsoft or to the developer just kind of yeah. through the game just be like hey this is what I want to put out and they'll just do like quick little pass I'm curious on PC they could do 
That's Lots actually that's actually pretty cool. It's going to depend on really like uh, who does the moderation. Is it going to be Bethesda or is it going to be Microsoft or is it going to be both of them? If you're going to release it onto there and submit it and let people actually download it onto your console, it has to go through Microsoft. Mm. That's unfortunate because I feel like they're going to filter it too much. They have to. <laughs> I know they have to. I mean, Otherwise, like, you end up with you know the nude mods. Yeah, but it's then like, again, that's, that's like, exactly what we want, Scott. <laughs> that's like the Go livelihood the internet. of their the livelihood of their uh, their console. There, it's it still sucks because like there is like for the PC version, right? The reason why they release this remastered version with the mods and stuff like that, it's just like okay, so like just like you know your your PC partners, you have access to mods too. But like on the PSA, like if you want to like release a mod, even if it's really stupid as shit. It, they can release it. They can put it up there, but with this moderation now, it's like limiting. Like you're not getting access to all mods, so it's like limiting some of the freedom that you can get with it. That's part and parcel of playing on the console, though. You know, you don't have full access to everything. If it's on the PC, it's like that's. I don't want to say the more full experience, but if you want to have more access to changes or it's tweaking with your file, it's like yeah, you have to play on the PC if you want to do the crazy things. Well, just like like you said, it's give and take. Yeah, you have a very clean mod from somebody who cares about their version and someone who just wants to have, you know, the big busty version and it crashes every 30 seconds. Yeah. Where on Microsoft, you're guaranteed to have some type of quality going out with going out with, with that mod. Mm. It's only there's a mod that's got a really busty version that's so busty that it just crashes the game. <laughs> they, they, you're literally they didn't put in the, uh, <laughs> the physics properly and, you know, every time she tries to walk through a door... Game crashes. <laughs> she walks through the door sideways. <laughs> or another mod where it's just like, it's so bushy that it just crashes itself. <laughs> what it tells so you more often, though, is just the side. Yeah, just yeah, bush it out everywhere. Hate myself is this right going to be a full price game? All right, move on, well, please. Well, actually, no. It <laughs> won't necessarily be a full price game. If you already own the I original don't already Skyrim. Own, I'm saying if I don't it, already own it. Then yeah, it'll be a full price game. See, that's from bullshit. what I can tell, uh, I, I, I don't. Why not? They that. do re-release remasters of games all the time. It's yeah, like a full price. Yeah. What? How is this one bullshit? Spending sixty dollars for Skyrim like again? again, and considering like for me in my mind, I know this is like a couple years ago, like it was released. Wait. They're releasing it on the newer console with better graphics, and they'll do that for games that are even newer. <coughs> like they re-released uh, Last of Us for PS4, and it was just remastered. They didn't introduce anything really new. And people were buying that for full price. So why is Skyrim not allowed to do that? I didn't buy it full price, so... <laughs> Shut up, Skyrim. I'm not saying that Skyrim's not allowed to do that. It's just, personally for me, I just feel like yeah. spending $60 for it, I do want to play it again and double dip, but I, I just right. $60 I can't do Go it. Go on to Steam, buy the full edition for it, of it, for like less than 30 bucks, and when they release the remaster, you'll get it for free. Yeah. But how would I get the... Ex- oh, wait, that's how it works? Yeah. If you own, already own the full thing, including like all the DLC... DLC packages, you get the remaster for free. Wait for for, but no for PC. But for the PC for PC for PC not console not console. And I kind of want to play it on on. I'm just I personally play on the couch. So I kind of want to play on the couch. Just saying, like if you want it for cheap, there's a way to do it. Yeah, way to legally year. way to do it for wait for, a year for cheap. It'll be cheap. Yeah, wait, I'll just pick it up at Best Buy when it drops like twenty bucks. I'm yeah, pretty, I'm pretty, wait, I'm pretty sure the Skyrim's on sale with a Steam sale too. Uh, it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> God bless you, Steam. By the way, and oh, also wait, you're horrible at the same time. <laughs> does uh, does Fallout Four does that does that currently support mod support for the consoles? It does. No. It does. Yes. When did they add that? If you have the Xbox One version, it does. Ah. Uh, PS4 is lagging. 
Well, because it's PS4, they never do shit so like that. So <laughs> I've, I've been playing the shit out of Fallout 4 with the mods. It's pretty fun. I kind of want to mess around with that. I kind of want to see how the, the mods system works because I imagine that's going to be the My same girl has the biggest me. titties you've ever seen. Ah, yeah, All right, I'm going to go home that. and put that on. We just got some information that we heard about Skyrim, about the moderation, is that Bethesda will be doing, will have full control over the moderation, and Microsoft will have uh, some control. They will, they'll, they'll moderate some of the content that's pushed on there. And the only limits to the mods that will be put on is like no nudity, um, of course. Of, of course, uh, limits. That would just change the ESRB rating, which I can understand that. I can see that reason. Um, the, 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 I guess the one thing I get with this is that that Microsoft will have control. So after a mod is pushed, and if it's deemed uh, inappropriate by Microsoft, or, or they take it down. But what if you you know download a mod and, and you're playing around with it and they remove that mod does that mean when i log in is it gone like it'll go yeah i'm assuming it would be gone the same way they do it with patch updates for other games next time you log into the service they'll be like oh mandatory update and if you have those files they'll be removed yeah it it has to push you back to the version that you're on before that's gonna be interesting like considering if like what if the mod actually is not cosmetic and it actually is for like say weapons like then you'll lose that weapon and most mods aren't aren't are you you're not allowed to add new items to it without there being a title update. So if you're going to add stuff or, or, or DLC, all that content needs to be added through through the proper Microsoft channels. So like if you want to add new weapons or you want to add a new gameplay mode, you can't patch it. You can't just add it in there. It has to be submitted and go through all the Microsoft checks. So it would be mostly like cosmetic and sound and like um, and skins and stuff like that. That's what most of the mods are now. It's just my characters look a certain way, or my characters' guns are this, like, um, or uh, when I shoot a gun, instead of it being a gun sound, it meows. That's what most of the the mods have been recently. All the big game changing ones, like Half Life, for example, becoming Counter Strike, Day of mm-hmm. Defeat, uh, Natural Selection, and all that stuff, are actually go through the channels to become an actual version of it. So, would it affect your game save file at all? That's what I'm. It, it can't. It shouldn't. Because, like I said, it's not. It's not adding. It's not add. It shouldn't be adding anything in there that would affect it. It also shouldn't affect achievements either. So then, I guess to that point, like I guess the mods that we would get for the console version, it wouldn't be anything, any huge substantial stuff. Like you're not going to see like someone make like a whole dungeon and then no, add into it. They can't no. do that. That's no. not. It's not for DLC. It's just for changing existing aspects of the game. Yeah, so anything that's adding on content such as, like you said, like dungeons or gameplay modes or anything like that would need to be submitted to Microsoft. Or even Sony if they did it, or Nintendo if they did it, or Steam if you want to do it <laughs> that Nintendo, way. Nintendo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just showing that it's not Microsoft being Nazis, because that's what I'm afraid is going to come out of this. It's just, that's what every company does. Like, yeah. if you yeah. want to change anything on there, if you want a patch to go through for your game, yeah, it has to be parties. submitted through the first party. They have to approve it, and then it gets released. So any kind of gameplay change like that, I mean, they, they could allow it at some point, and I could see that being even huger, especially since Microsoft's aim is essentially to make the Xbox Ones and your PC running Windows 10, essentially the same thing. I could see him doing it later on, but this is a good way to test it out and see how that it works and step it up. I can see maybe if this is successful, I can see it happening where they add like, okay, like you're playing this version of it. Well, we have another gameplay mode and you can download it from your PC to your console and then play it there as well. Yeah. That's so cool it, that they're it probably even doing this that. though, really. Adding the mods to the consoles, they didn't have to. 
Right. I mean, the the cool thing about this too is that this is really, I, I, to my knowledge, like the really the first example of modding on consoles. Legal modding. Legal modding. <laughs> legal, mod, legal modding. Yeah. But it, like depending on you know how this there's, is received, there's another way. <laughs> yeah. How it's received and how well it goes, you know, it'd be awesome to see you know more games like adopt this, like just supporting mods. I mean, it's really going to be dependent on the developers. Bethesda's doing it because they've been doing these types of games for a long time, and their games on PC have like tons of mods and they've been able to go through them and pick out which ones they like and decide how they want it to work. But if you're expecting like EA or Ubisoft or anyone like that to start adding mods into their games, I think that's just a that's not true. I mean that's a fever dream. You have to also remember no, you know what a fever that. dream is? Nintendo adding mods. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo having good online. <laughs> that's a fever dream. Oh but, but EA I'll pick that example out specifically. EA had Battlefield originally. And then they had this weird mod that didn't have a name on it yet, but they skinned everything to look modern. And oh, then yeah. that turned into, I can't remember the name of the battle. Modern Combat. That turned into Modern Combat. They actually bought the idea from the guys mm-hmm. that modded Battlefield and said, hey, we're going to make this Modern Combat. And then that shit led directly to all the other updates of Battlefield that came after that. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, you know, instead of this being a World War II plane, we're going to make it a Hornet. Or instead of it being this older Jeep, we're going to make it into the newer looking military jeeps and right. then they said hey this is actually really good i actually was playing it for a long time and then next thing you know oh yeah we're gonna put out modern combat and i was like well this is just the mod i've been playing for like six months but you know i mean that's exactly how it happened for half-life half-life turned was just half-life by itself and this guy made this thing called counter-strike and it's like oh we're gonna buy that shit up and then now they have counter-strike go which was that was like for 14 years ago yep. yeah but those are examples of developers seeing mods buying them and then releasing them on their own not yeah. letting players go into the game and make those mods and make them available to other players too. Yeah, you know? it, it'll it'll happen. I think this is just a good way for them to do it because if any, com- I mean, this it's kind of how it starts. <laughs> yeah, that's basically you, the you, entry you point. Just, you just needed a console to do it, and if any console is going to do it, it's going to be Microsoft because they've been pushing to connect everything together for years now. Yeah, so it's true. Hope, mm-hmm. Hoping for the best for that because then we can get so many mods for so many games out there. Right. I don't know why it, uh, it's taking Sony so long to put it on the PS4 for Fallout. I, I heard they were having problems with the. Well, it depends where Beth- Bethesda's hosting the servers, maybe. Yeah, there's I don't a know. Lot, there's a lot that goes into that. All right, All right. any other games? Um, or Persona Five, right? Yeah, Persona Five. Yeah. So unfortunately, this game is not going to come out until next year. No. But you know what? I have plenty of games <laughs> to play right now that I don't need another one. But I am really excited about Persona 5. And it's kind of, from what I've seen, it basically looks like Persona 4, except different story, new characters. It looks better. But yeah, yeah, it's always going to look better with the new system. Oh, yeah. But I played the shit out of Persona 4. And I wasn't even a Persona fan. That's the first Persona game I ever played. Really? Yeah. Oh, 4? Yeah, 4 was the first one I played. I didn't know anything about it really, and like a bunch of people were telling me, "You got to play this game if you like JRPGs. You got to play Persona 4." I'm like, "All right." So I played it, and wow, it's a great game. So yeah, I can't wait for Persona 5. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I've been a huge Persona fan since like the first one, and the first Persona was one of those games where I went to like a GameStop, and someone had just was selling Persona One. Oh, nice. And they were selling it in, and I was just like, as the minute they sold it, I was like, can I get that game? Because I had no idea what it was. It just looked awesome. Like, the cover art and everything. I was like, this is gnarly. And the great thing about Persona is that, you know, it takes, like, conventional parts of of, of JRPGs, 
but just turns it on its side. Like just the fact that I could talk to the monsters. That was the first persona. You could talk to the monsters. You can actually negotiate with them and right. saying like, so stand down. Or like, or you can actually get them to yeah, get you can join you, join you, join, get their yeah. cards and, and fusing personas. You, it was just, it was amazing. And then the whole idea was like, also they had like, it was like modern. It was like during the like the modern times, mm-hmm. and like they had guns and stuff like that. And this is coming from like playing like JRPGs, like Final Fantasy. Um, but it's all swords. It's all swords, and, and it's all medieval. magic and yeah. And then it was just three minutes. Like wow, this place takes place during actual modern times. Okay, that's really cool. And then like Persona Three. Uh, which adding the social links and stuff like that, and then Persona Four. The social links were what what got me into the game. It's basically a a dumbed down version of a dating sim. Yeah, kind of pretty much. I guess we put it in that way. So I'm it really excited with Persona Five, just to seeing where it's going to go. Like the return, the, have they confirmed that social links are returning? The- I think so. It's pretty much basically the same game. Yeah, same mechanics, anyways. That's but, great. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yep. I didn't make a list on purpose. So I'll let you guys go through your list first. Because pretty much everything I want to talk about, you guys push, pushed up. It was like Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yes. Know, yeah. You know, all that stuff. Um, and then the other, my other one was uh, Death Stranding, whatever the fuck it's called. Death, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, know the, whole, the title of the game. There was, cause I'm, I'm so confused. We still don't even know what it's about. <laughs> there is one more thing that I wanted to talk about, at least game wise, and um, I'm just I'm excited Evil. for it, which is Resident Evil 7. Hopefully, you've all played the demo, or I'm not even going to call it the demo because it's not a demo. The trailer. <laughs> calling it. It's a trailer. <laughs> a playable, a playable trailer. trailer to the game. Um, That's not in the game. Well, the, yes and no, apparently. I'm not really sure. Capcom has I been heard. really shitty at getting us information about what exactly is going on. But their exact explanation of, of the trailer was it's they're not showing you the gameplay. That's not what they're showing off. They're showing off the environment that you're in and the feel of the game because that's what it's going to be like. Like Apparently, it's all going to be in first person. It's not going to go back to a third-person camera view. I'm fine with that. I like I'm, the first person. I'm fine person. with that, too. You know what it kind of remind me of? Um, did you ever play a game called Condemned? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of remind me of that. I, I, I saw that, and I was like, this is fucking PT. Yeah, it reminded me more of PT. <laughs> you guys, yeah. you guys, you guys well, I didn't PT? play PT, so. Yeah. Well, you played the trailer, so then you played PT. <laughs> it's it's yeah, pretty okay. much the same yeah. thing. Do you yeah. like, how you go through it, the multiple endings, is just like PT. So mm-hmm. it's okay. pretty much the same thing. But Honestly, I wasn't impressed by the... The, the trailer or whatever you want to call it. I wasn't impressed either until when I played the first time. I was like, this is really short and stupid and what the hell? And then I was like, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go through it a second time. Yeah. And it was completely different. Not completely different. Like, you know. There were get, things that are different. There were things that were different about it. And I was like, oh, shit. You know. Uh, personally, after playing the trailer, it's made me really excited for the game. Just because I was questioning what they're going to get back to. Remember we talked about this a yeah. while in the very beginning. Yeah, we were talking about E three. Was what exactly are they getting back to? They said they're getting back to the roots. Right. And we were discussing: is it zombies or is it the survival aspect? And it feels like they're getting back more to the survival aspect, which I'm, which I wanted, and I'm fine with. But well, I was kind of curious to get your guys' opinions on what you thought of the demo, which direction you think it's going to. So, and what's with the dummy finger? <laughs> well, no idea what the dummy finger's for. I'm guessing it's a key at some point in the game. We um, they never figured out what it was, right? You still don't know. I, I still don't know. know. It's one of the mysterious things in the yeah. trailer. They, we they have no idea what's for, which is cool. I think the, the fact that they did that mm. a little mystery. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if it's very cool. I mean, if you're going to put it in, there's so little in there, anyways. You're going to put something in that has no function. It's just it seems got, like a waste of time. It's got waste you talking space. about it, right? 
What's well, got me talking about how I don't like it? Well, then, because I'm about to say that so my experience—you're talking about it. That's what they wanted to do. My experience was opposite of Gene's, where I went in on the first playthrough and I loved the atmosphere and everything felt like different, especially from the previous two games. And then I played it again because I heard the tale of different endings, and I started getting like really let down because the ending, like, it just happened in a different spot. Like, I still got punched by the dude. Um, and everything just felt so much smaller the second time I played it, whereas the first time I played through it, it was like, oh, there's, like, different, like, hidden spots of the house, and I don't know what I'm going to find. And nothing really felt new on the second playthrough. And the third playthrough was just like, oh, well, I got a different call. And <laughs> that was the only difference. And there's that one dude punching me again. All right. <laughs> I like what they did with, as far as the atmosphere goes, and if they can keep that first playthrough feeling going throughout the game, it'll be worth playing. But if they really kind of railroad you the way they did in the playable trailer, then eh. Josh, what do you think? I know you played it. Um, I thought it was okay. Like I said, it felt a lot like Condemned mm-hmm. with, you know, the Next spooky episode. atmosphere and there's like junkies walking around a house and <laughs> and um, <laughs> you find random stuff like a dummy finger. And you know what I would like to see them do with this new Resident Evil game? I would like to see multiple endings in this Resident Evil. I'll take that. I would like to see like how you were just saying, like you know how the second playthrough you played, there were some things that were different. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if the full game like that, like the first playthrough you play, you beat the game, and then you play through it again, but they just switch things? Like it's procedural. Mm-hmm. So like you go through it, and like maybe they change the puzzles, maybe they add, add different jump scares here there. That would make it so that, oh, wait, there's a great incentive to play the game again. Because... That's the big problem. Like when you play Resident Evil, like the original one, the first time, it's scary as hell the first time you do it. The second time you replay it, you already know where everything is, so yeah. the fear is gone. And after, after that, I'm only playing for the different costumes and the upgraded weapons. Yeah. But can you imagine <laughs> if you were playing through it for the different costumes and all that stuff, but at the same time, it was a different experience? Yeah. See, going from that small little trailer, if that's what the final game ends up being, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, that's what I kind of hope they do. You know, if they it's do. Just it. like, Hey, if you went and did this, you know, early in the game, if you would have got that dummy finger, you know, the game would have been totally different. Yeah, you can use you it know? later. That's, that's what I thought. When it's I like, it. what if you're like towards the end of the game and then like there's a spot for that dummy finger? Oh you're my just god! Like, Fuck! I forgot it or I left it behind. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that that is like, if you have the save data from from the tra- from, from from beginning hour, mm-hmm. and then you get seven. That dummy finger actually gives you early access to something. That would be it would unlock dope, something. Dude. Yeah, like they did in the old school, like PS2 days. Mm. Um, like if you had, I can't remember what RPG it was, or some crappy Sony one. But I, I tested it when I was at Namco, and one of our other testers played has played all the Arc RPGs. the Lad. Arc the Lad, yeah, he had played all the RPGs How up, that a up to that RPG. I hated it, but we'll move on. <laughs> I don't want to get dragged on that. Um, if you played if you played the previous one leading up to that and you had the save and then you loaded the save into that game, it gave you a whole bunch of different outfits. Yeah. And instead of those outfits just being regular outfits, they actually added to your damage, added to your mana growth and all that stuff. So I'm hoping they do something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm aware. <sighs> so <Fucking> Josh. <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk about it myself. Uh I did not play it. I did not play it. <laughs> I actually watched like some let's plays of it. 
And actually, that's that speaks to it because I didn't want to play it because I was actually scared to play it. Like it actually gave me that sense of dread. Like because I, I PT, I tried playing that, could not do it. Like just I could, I could not do it. I, it just freaked the fuck out of me. I couldn't do it. And I felt the same way about playing Resident Evil. Um, I actually tried to start it up, and I, after I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But that speaks volumes to it, and the fact that Resident Evil is returning to its roots, to the horror roots, to to actually make it feel like it's actually scary, it's actually intense, it's you actually feel anxious about playing it. And I absolutely felt like that. Just just the fact that I I can't, couldn't even play it myself. Yeah, you know, the only time I got nervous is when we switched into the tape mode, and you can navigate the tape thing. I was like, oh no, something bad's yeah. gonna happen here. Yeah. And then yeah, he ended up getting smashed in his face into the rocks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the one thing I was like, I was concerned about, uh, which was uh, the fact that when you know they were showing off the trailer, and uh, they, it made it seem like sort of like a supernatural kind of feeling, like where, are, oh shit, is there ghosts? Are there ghosts in Resident Evil now? And you know, I was like, I don't know how I feel about supernatural stuff being added to Resident Evil because it's not it. And then they had confirmed that no, like they were they're asking like the producer like. Oh no! So Resident Evil, you know, there's not going to be supernatural elements to it. It's still going to be. We're still concentrating on very much of the same aspects of what made the previous Resident Evil game. So like, uh, they haven't confirmed. Like, I don't know if there's going to be zombies, but they're saying that's still going to be kind of like based in like reality as far as zombies and there, T-virus there was and a ghost in that thing though. Was there? Yeah. Oh yeah, that that one ghost that appears. You're, and when you're in the tape, there's like a ghost that appears on the stairs. No. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're adding that to. I have no clue. I don't know. I feel no. like the Except more it's just PT. So PT did that. All the I feel like the more you're in that environment, the less scary it is, because you just become like acclimated to it, mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah. The more I played the demo, I was just like, well, that, and I already knew what was going to happen. So I was like, oh, okay, dude walks by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's go. safe to go about your business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the first time you walked by, wasn't that kind of weird? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was a little creepy. weird. But like after the, you know, several times playing, I'm like, okay, dude walks by, <laughs> he's gone. They confirmed that they added that they have guns. That there's going to be guns. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, there's the axe in the in the trailer, and then, I mean, they, they really didn't. They're confirming things here and there, so like, I'm fine with that. I was I was excited that it's. I like the environment. I like the way that it looks. Yeah. I like, you know... They talk about release date at all? Yeah. They February do. 27th next Damn, year. hella shit is coming out in February. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like the time to release, apparently. It's like... No. Zelda's coming out in February. Persona yeah. 5 is coming out in February. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Resident Tekken, Evil 7's coming out Tekken's in February. Tekken's in February. All, all hella shit's in February. Wow. I'm gonna, that's going to be a busy, busy month. Year. I'm pretty sure it's February, I think. I want to say it's something 24th. You know what? It's the, actually the one thing is... The cool thing about it is that the fact that it's going to support VR... Yeah, yeah. See, and, I don't know about that, dude. That might scare the shit out of me. That would scare... <laughs> That's the way to play it. Holy shit. It's a whole different experience when you VR. But, like, a lot of people were asking, like, you know, VR, like, does it have, like, does it have, like, a game that will show off the... T- I believe that Resident Evil is that game. Yeah, I would think... I would, if there's two games that I would want to play in VR, probably be RE and Fatal Frame. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk I, about that when we get to v- talk about VR. We will be talking about VR later. Not in this cast, but in a later, in a later cast. But yeah. yeah, when I play scary games, I like to try to make it as scary as possible. I'll turn all the lights off. <laughs> oh my god, why would you do that? <laughs> because I want the full the experience. Gets the round sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll put headphones on so I can't hear anything else. <laughs> then my daughter wakes up and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I was excited to see it. Like, I'm a Resident Evil fanboy, so I had to talk about it just because I will course, always play those yeah. games, and no matter I, what I'm happens, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. 
I'll, I'll definitely play. Yeah, it. I like the demo. I'm like Josh. I'm not the Josh. Sorry, Scott. Who didn't like? We don't like the demo either, did you? Or the yeah, trailer? I thought it was okay. But he sucked. It was good enough that I want to see more of the game. It was better. And I'm than still giving it a stranding. shot. I'll take that. I'll buy it. I'm happy with that. Will I play it? Will I be brave enough to play it? Maybe. Play it's it. just going to stay sealed on his shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the last thing we wanted to bring up, which I f- don't know anything about, is you guys are gonna have to explain it to me. Which is sure. um, play anywhere. Microsoft's Play Anywhere. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so please give me a rundown real quick. Okay. This is basically going to allow you to play your Microsoft games across multiple platforms with multiple people. So the Microsoft, the Xbox One, uh, Xbox One S, the Windows 10 PC, and presumably the Scorpio when it comes out. Um, <laughs> Uh, basically, any multiplayer game, you'd be able to play those across the platforms. Currently, right now, what they have confirmed that the Play Anywhere feature will allow you to purchase first-party Microsoft support games, which is 12 that they revealed so far, allow you to play on both Windows 10 Anniversary Edition and your Xbox One. What it's going to do is say, if I go and I buy Gears of War 4, it will allow me to play that game. I only have to purchase it one time. Just, just what it allow me is like I'll be able to buy Gears of War four for the Xbox One, uh, or the or the Windows Ten. If I buy either one, I will get the other version for free. Yeah, and you what get allows for version. it too. It allows for you to the same save states. All your saves, all the achievements are cross platform. Like you can go if mm. I play on my Xbox One, and then I want to go play it on, on the go. I can take my laptop with me and then play Gears of War four with my laptop later using my same save. Yeah, because it's a cloud save, and it'll also allow for. Yeah. multiplayer across those different platforms. Yeah, but at the same time, you're getting the other version for free. You're not having to double dip and purchase it twice. Yeah. If you wanted the option to be able to play on your PC and your Xbox One. If you wanted that option. What, uh, why would why you want that you? option? Wait, so why do you need that option? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't it's, you? It, you're giving it for free. There's, there's, there's like literally no downside to it. I'm going to give you a dollar, Scott. I'm just going to give you this extra dollar. Oh, you don't want it? Okay. Why would you not no, 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 want no, no, no. it? That's the time. same dollar. You're just saying I could put that same dollar no, in two, two different dollars. wallets. No. It's I, the same game. It's not like you can give your yeah, PC version platform. to someone else. It just means you can now play it on your TV or on your monitor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a plus the benefit for it. Like, like, for example, the great example for this is Overwatch. I bought Overwatch twice. I bought it for the Xbox One. And then I bought it for the PC because I wanted to be able to play it on the PC. I had to buy it twice. I had to spend sixty dollars twice on that. And and it would have been great if it was if I had the cross buy feature. If I was just like, okay, great. So I buy it on the Xbox One, and then I can well, go play on the PC if I feel like if it. If you weren't addicted to trophies or sorry, <laughs> achievements as they're called on the Xbox, uh, you wouldn't have needed to buy it on both platforms. That doesn't no, actually no, that's not the thing. I enjoy but, playing overwatch on consoles because it's a different experience as opposed to pc mm-hmm. playing overwatch with like the controller is different than playing with the mouse keyboard because of there's balancing issues there. and when they do this those two worlds are going to collide there's no no not with overwatch there's no cross there's no cross no, platform no, 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 yeah. you're using in the future example yeah in the future with this play anywhere those two worlds are going to overlap and console players will quickly realize how like underpowered they are compared to pc players <laughs> That wait, so you're saying that the cross platform that you're you're saying that you're going to be able to play Gears of War four with Gears of War PC users is that what your understanding is? Isn't that what they were implying? No, that's no. just, just the ability the to be able to play your copy of the game on a system. They're not doing cross platform between the two. They were sh- during E3. They were showing off the racing game where they were playing on different systems. Yeah, they were linked together at the same time. 
that's going to depend on the game that it plays for. Imagine that if yeah. it's a first-person shooter, yeah, obviously there's going to be issues with something like that. But at the same time, it's going to be one of those things where, if like a racing game, if it's a racing game, would mouse and keyboard or controller? I guess I guess if you're playing a mouse and keyboard, a racing it game is not really good. Anytime you have a mouse and keyboard, you have a lot more like fine control as opposed to on a with a regular like console controller. That's not. Let's move on from that. <laughs> From this, okay. <laughs> that discussion—that's a whole discussion. That's yeah. I think what we're getting to is that. So now you can buy it on one. Class. Yeah, you can buy. It's basically cross-buy. It's, cross buy. it's okay. cross buy. It's like how Sony did it with the cross buy. And I, that to me is like just—it's just a benefit for consumers. There's no like downside. I mean, you're getting a, another game option for free. I, I thought it was something anymore. completely different. That's cool. And you get two versions of the game. Yeah, exactly. No more having a double dip. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Now, when they start crossing over and letting you play on start two servers, start bushing off the yeah. side. That's a different thing. When they start bushing off the side, it's a whole different thing. It's not going to be the same thing. Like, I don't know if you go over worried, you know? Because yeah. I can think, is there another game that does that? Does Rocket League already do that? Yeah, Rocket League does that currently, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how, how's the gameplay? Well, considering that. Because I haven't been able to tell a difference yet. I, I just either. think I just I, I just think that people are. I didn't say, like, Chad, he's playing on console, he's playing on PC. I just think when I lose, it's like, I suck. <laughs> it's like, no, oh, he's in control, so he's better than me. Like, I've I'm, definitely played people that were playing on the PC. How did you tell? And yeah. I didn't see a difference. Yeah. Why is it called Play Anywhere, then? Because you can play on two different... Yeah, you just yeah, play like anywhere. you can play anywhere. You can that's play in your living under- room or your PC. That's kind of underwhelming. <laughs> well, you wanted to I know thought what that was going to be cool. That's what it is. So it should just be Play I Xbox or Play PC. Shouldn't have asked. It's just... I mean, that's cool if you play on both cons- if you play on both platforms. You get a free game. You get, and you get a free game. I mean, and by people I mean Scott. Okay, here's my. You, you don't get a free game. You just get played on two different machines. <laughs> you have to pay for two different machines. No, you don't. You probably I already, already have the machine. machine. Yeah. I already have the machine. What kind of people do? Okay, do you have a console but then not have a PC? No, I do have both. So there you go. But I'm just saying, like, you get two copies of the people, game. The people who don't have the PC, they buy it. They they don't get. They still. They, what are they, same thing. Or they've got like a shitty PC, and then they realize that fact, and it won't run on oh, there. That's their fault for having well, a shitty. Well, PC. they still have the game for the Xbox, and they didn't pay for the PC okay. version. Okay, here's the question that to me that matters the most. If you're buying this game right now, it's only working for certain Microsoft titles, right? Yeah, currently, yeah, right now, the only yeah. game that supports it right now its release was Inside, which will is released for Xbox and will support later. Does that mean that Microsoft is going to have its own setup to where you buy games from certain like like Steam? Or the crap that we know that is Origin for EA, is it going to have that as well? Because they already have Microsoft Windows, and you need to submit a different game for Microsoft Windows. So, are they going to have their own store that you can buy games? I think they're going to have their own store, but I think you can still you can still be able to. It's probably with like a CD key, and like you plug that in, and like, okay, well, obviously you bought this, so we'll give it to you for the system and for the PC. Well, technically, they already have it. I mean, the Xbox Store is is what you you would buy it from, and then right. they have the Microsoft Store for like Windows Ten, which is the same store. So, I would imagine what the way they would use it is if you play the game and it's tied to your gamer tag, like the achievements itself, it sees that, and then it says it gives you the license for the PC version. Then you can purchase it from the store, download from okay. the store. Now, it's just me being me, and me being the fanboy that I am. You do you, fam. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'll do me. <laughs> Run around my corduroy thong. Anyway, oh. <laughs> why? Would, okay, with so many other games going to Steam and then going to console, I just don't see it having that big of an effect. Because all the good games are going to Steam. 
Yes, actually, you know, I, I would agree with you on there too. But the, uh, so far, that's like Microsoft, it's only for first party Microsoft games. So it's only for like the stuff that they, I guess, apparently would be exclusive to the system or exclusive to Microsoft. Itself. So as of right now, nothing because they only have one exclusive, which is Inside. Well, Inside, um, Dead Rising 4, Dead Gears, Rising, of Gears of War 4. Yeah. Gears of War, no, um, We Happy Few is one of them, I think. No, We Happy Few is also on Steam and on PS4. Okay. Well, then, yeah, we still, I guess you still get it, though, for both PC and Xbox. But, no, that's what I'm saying, that yep. if they're going to go into Microsoft Live or to Xbox Live and then turn that into a store, that means if you buy the game on Steam and then have it on the console, they won't connect because you're not buying it through yeah, that Yeah, because Microsoft, right. that's the whole thing, the strategy. Microsoft wants you to use their store. Yeah. So that's why they're doing this. So it's just another. Uh, uh, okay, now I officially give it my stamp of disapproval. Oh come on! Like it's why? another Steam. It's another Arc. It's another. Steam's who cares? Are, Steam's fine. Who cares? If you're gonna buy it already and you prefer the Microsoft Store, more power to you. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't want another thing that I have to that's have. Fine, to play but don't game. buy it. I mean, for me, yeah. this is it. Like, if you go there and like I say, I go buy Gears of War four, and I'm buying it for We've the talked Xbox. About this one. way too long. Yeah, we have. <laughs> All right, I'll just say that. Wrap it I'm, up, Brian. Wrap okay, I'll just say that the Play Anywhere feature to me, as far as it benefits consumers and its choice, like you, it's something that's optional that you don't necessarily, if you don't want the other version, you still have it, but you don't have to. It's you don't free, have to use it. It's a free game either way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Case closed. Yeah. Start buying all your games on PC and eventually realize <laughs> you don't need that Xbox anymore. God damn it, Scott. All right. <laughs> no, Microsoft <laughs> needs him. When they're low on funds, you'll be like, we need to put up some shit games so Brian will buy them. <laughs> and on that note, put achievements on there quick. Guys. I'm going to we're going to wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to check us out on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. And um, and we'll see you guys uh, next time. Say bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.